This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Believed to be from a Spanish shipwreck in 1594, Tucker's Cross is a 22-carat gold cross covered in emeralds. When it was discovered in 1955 by marine explorer Teddy Tucker, he sold it to the Bermuda government and helped run the museum that housed it. But at some point, somebody replaced it with a convincing replica, and the original cross was gone. If you enjoy this episode on Tucker's Cross and want to hear more like it, follow Gone Free on Spotify, where you can hear a new episode every week. Teddy Tucker had lived his whole life on the island of Bermuda. He never got tired of the tranquil landscapes, crystal blue waters, and vibrant pink sands. But the most captivating part of the island was what lay just beyond the coast. Teddy grew up hearing stories of the ancient ships that met their fate in the island's shallow reefs. He knew of men who had risked their lives trying to uncover the sunken treasure hidden beneath those rotting hulls, and Teddy made it his life's mission to join them. Here on the small island, seasons ran together. Days were categorized by rain or shine. So for Teddy, It was just another hot and cloudy afternoon in 1955 when he plunged into the familiar Atlantic waters. But under the sands of a 400-year-old Spanish galleon was a small gold object that would change Teddy's life. Teddy Tucker discovered the most incredible lost treasure in modern-day history. Welcome to Gone Bites, a ParCast original. Every other Monday, we'll examine an abbreviated mysterious disappearance and the theories it spawned. These special short episodes are only available on Spotify. This week, we're following the quest for Tucker's Cross, an emerald-studded artifact made of 22-carat gold. It was believed to have been the treasure of a Spanish galleon lost to the seas in 1594. 30-year-old Teddy Tucker was living a life of adventure, one that many only dream of as children, but never actually achieve as adults. Teddy Tucker was a modern-day treasure hunter. And he would have quite a bit of luck throughout his long career. He would explore over a hundred different shipwrecks off the coast of Bermuda and walk away with plenty of valuable treasure. Gold bars and silver coins, 
pottery and ancient weapons. In September of 1955, Teddy planned to explore one particular vessel that was rich in history and legend. He had gotten a tip that the wreck might be a valuable dive, but it wouldn't be easy. This only interested Teddy more. For days, he made repeat dives, and so far, he'd emerged with quite a few relics. Problem was, they weren't worth anything. For Teddy, the hunt was becoming exhausting, maybe even a bit discouraging. He was feeling like it was time to move on. Teddy recalled later that the weather was getting worse. Then, on the seventh day, a Sunday, I found the greatest single object of all. He had taken a water hose down deep below the surface and began blasting away, trying to get deeper into the sand. After the debris settled, Teddy noticed a brilliant piece of gold. He picked it up, dusted off the debris, and noticed seven giant green emeralds, each the size of a marble. They were encrusted along a solid 22-carat gold cross. At the base were tiny gold pins representing the nails that had pierced through Christ's hands. An ornate carving on the relic implied to Teddy that it had been engraved by native artisans, likely centuries before it hit the bottom of the Atlantic. Teddy surfaced that afternoon with his most prized discovery to date. From that day on, the piece was named after the man who discovered it and referred to as Tucker's Cross. In the weeks that followed, Teddy Tucker became somewhat of a living legend around the island. The cross was a colossal find, and the Tucker family had secured their place as local celebrities. But Teddy didn't care about any of that. Instead, he fixated on the history of the cross and the origins of that ship. Certainly a lost object this incredible came with its own stories and legends. Fortunately for Teddy, his expedition also produced a few hundred Spanish and French coins, as well as a gold block with markings of a Spanish tax stamp. Teddy believed that these artifacts could eventually lead him to the truth about the cross. It wasn't long before Teddy made a remarkable discovery. This sunken vessel was likely the missing San Pedro, a Spanish ship that had been lost at sea sometime during 1594. Historians claim that the ship may have lost control when it hit the shallow, rocky reefs off the Isle of Devils, a former name for the island of Bermuda. Suddenly, Teddy's gold cross held more value than he ever could have dreamed. A year later, in 1956, Teddy had the cross sent to the British Museum in London for evaluation. They confirmed that the piece was, in fact, a rare and unusual treasure. The museum ultimately determined that the item was worth well over $200,000 before returning it to Teddy's possession. Technically, Teddy's fine belonged to the Bermudian government, but under the Bermuda Wreck and Salvage Act of 1959, they were still forced to compensate him for his find. Teddy was actually happy to hand the piece over to the government, along with a few other artifacts, for the discounted price of $100,000. He admitted that all he really wanted was for it to remain on the island forever. But unfortunately for Teddy, it was unlikely that this would remain the case. In 1975, the Bermuda Maritime Museum was scheduled to make a grand opening. 
The museum would house permanent and temporary collections, and many of the pieces on exhibition were historic objects found by divers like Teddy Tucker, just off the coast of the island. The opening was going to be a massive deal for those on the island, but it was an even bigger honor for Teddy. His cherished Tucker's Cross would be placed on display as one of the must-see attractions for the museum. Not to mention the guest of honor for the evening would be none other than Queen Elizabeth II herself. Tucker's Cross was placed in its case front and center in the main exhibit's showroom. Hours before the Queen was scheduled to arrive, Teddy decided to relocate the cross to a different case. But it was here that he made a heartbreaking discovery. The cross on display was not the original piece he pulled out of the ocean 20 years prior. This one was a perfect replica, only it happened to be made entirely of plastic. Tucker's cross had been stolen. Up next, the search for the real Tucker's cross takes a gut-wrenching turn. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. In 1975, just hours before the grand opening of the Bermuda Maritime Museum and the arrival of Queen Elizabeth II, Teddy Tucker had made a startling discovery about the museum's most prized artifact. It had been stolen and replaced with a plastic replica. Teddy's daughter Wendy was assisting with the curation of the exhibit. She claims that when she looked over to her father, all of the color had drained from his face. She knew something was seriously wrong. With his heart in his stomach, Teddy held the cross in his hands. He was completely bewildered. The gold paint was still tacky, as if the fake had been painted only hours before reaching Teddy's hands. It wasn't long before word spread about the missing cross and speculations were made about its disappearance. The grand opening of the museum, as well as the Queen's visit, was completely overshadowed by the robbery. Bermuda had an art thief in their midst. With the Queen's arrival, the police were too overwhelmed to launch an investigation right away. But it didn't take long for authorities to realize they were dealing with a professional. Whoever stole the cross knew exactly what they were doing and likely had done it before. Teddy did what he could to help out in the investigation, rethinking everywhere the cross had been. Before that day, Tucker's cross had been on display at the Bermuda Aquarium Museum and Zoo, where Teddy himself once worked. But with the opening of the Maritime Museum, the artifact was put in transit to its new higher security home. Weeks later, Teddy was shocked to learn that several different people were involved in moving the treasure from the aquarium to the new museum. Once it reached its destination, at least three people, including Teddy, had handled the cross to place it on display. The fact that the paint still hadn't dried by the time Teddy handled the cross 
meant that it was likely switched in transit. It was apparent that the thief had been familiar with the piece. They had clearly gone through the trouble of crafting a perfect replica, one that deceived everyone who handled the plastic piece until it reached Teddy Tucker. The forgery was done so well, in fact, that police believed the suspect might have been an international art thief. Perhaps someone that had connections to this museum or its previous location, the Bermuda Aquarium. Many became certain that the theft had to be an inside job. Tracing this theory, the investigation now spanned outside the jurisdiction of the Bermuda police. Soon, the FBI, Scotland Yard, and Interpol got involved in the search as well. But despite their collective resources, there was zero evidence, no suspects, and not a single useful witness in the seamless crime. Few people were called into questioning, and all of them led to dead ends. As for Teddy, he was never once considered a suspect, although it's likely rumors about his involvement circulated to some degree. An expert on the subject of art theft, Noah Charney, admits it's not that hard to steal art, even from museums, but it's almost impossible to translate that art into cash. Meaning whoever stole the cross, unfortunately, would not have been able to keep it in its original condition. In order to make some cash, it's likely that the thief or thieves would have had to break down the artifact and sell it for its parts. Tucker's cross probably made its way to the black market, where it was pawned off piece by piece for less than a quarter of its original value. The hard truth is that less than 1.5% of art thieves are ever caught or prosecuted. And an even smaller percentage of that art is ever recovered. Which, unfortunately, means that the fate of Tucker's cross remains a mystery. Some hold on to hope that the piece was actually stolen by a collector who had some sense of appreciation for the object. Perhaps Tucker's cross still remains in one piece, secretly collecting dust in a millionaire's private collection. As for Teddy Tucker himself, the infamous diver and treasure hunter will never get to know the true fate of his most illustrious find. Teddy died in 2014 at the age of 89. Unfortunately, he never received a clue about where his golden cross might have ended up. But he certainly didn't lose out in the deal. For an article written in the Herald Journal in May of 1965, 40-year-old Teddy had already made close to $500,000 from his underwater finds. Regardless of where his cross went or how much money he made, Teddy went down in history as a national treasure himself. Anyone on the island of Bermuda will tell you that the man was nothing short of a living legend. He was featured more than once in National Geographic. The magazine even paid tribute to the late treasure hunter by referring to him as the voice of the Sargasso Sea. So yes, it's possible that Tucker's cross didn't remain on the island of Bermuda as Teddy originally hoped, but perhaps we can entertain the possibility that the emerald-studded gold artifact may still be out there in pristine condition, just waiting for the opportunity to be rediscovered. It was lost for centuries and found once before. Who's to say it won't turn up again? 
thanks again for tuning in to Gone. We'll be back next week with a full-length episode. You can find more episodes of Gone and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. And remember, just because it's gone doesn't mean it can't be found. Gone was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler, sound design by Dick Schroeder, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Gone was written by Lori Gottlieb, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire, and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. Mm-hmm.